As you watch this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see this message. Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Renner, and I'm so glad that you've joined us. And tonight, I'm here with Maxime. Maxime, we're so glad you're with us. I'm thankful to be here. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. You know, Maxime, we have a whole group of people out there who just like you. Wow. They're commenting all the time. They really like Maxime. So thank you for being with us. Thank you for telling By the me. way, Maxime. Thank you. We like you, too. Thank you. And, Joel, we're glad that you're here. Oh, I'm so glad to be with you. Friends, would you please like this video? I'm telling you the truth. Let us know that you enjoy this. You know, we really need to hear from you because we want to continue doing this. And we would love it if you just said, hey, I like this video a lot. So just click that little thumbs up. You know, I was just reading all the comments on social media actually just yesterday. It's just wonderful. Thank you. We really read what you write. We know a lot of you by name. You're part of our home group. Thank you so much. And every comment means everything to us. And Denise, you look really pretty in that black top. Thank you, Rick. And home group, welcome. I was reading your comments also. Thank you so much for commenting. And we just feel connected to you. And thank you for spending your special time with us. And right now in our regular TV program, are you watching it? Please watch it. Oh, my goodness. This week is so good. It begins with me among all those dirty, dirty sheep. Honey, we live near all those sheep. I never knew those sheep were here. <laughs> I called Maxime and sent Maxime all kinds of links where there were sheep, like hours from where we live, where we could go film. And Maxime says, well, we don't need to do that. Just five minutes from your house, there's a whole bunch of sheep. Actually, my wife noticed them, so my wife helped me. Well, there you go. Ola, thank you so much. So Maxime went over there and said, hey, can we come film? I bet that guy thought we were crazy when we came with all of our cameras <laughs> and I stood out in the middle of that muddy, muddy, whatever it was, corral, all those sheep. And you guys, if you had seen it, it was hysterical because sheep scatter when there's a stranger. It's exactly what Jesus said. And so to get those sheep to come near me, Maxime came with armloads of hay. Armloads. Put it all around me and put it on me so that those sheep would come. And boy, did they ever come. There was one sheep so aggressive, I thought it was going to knock me off of that chair. It pushed me so hard. It was my heyday. It was your heyday. Hey, hey. <laughs> Pretty your good heyday. for a Russian, Maxine. That was good. But hey, we want you to order the whole series, which is called Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd. And guys, I have to tell you, this series turned out so good. I mean, it was really much more than I even anticipated. It is just loaded, and I know it's going to encourage you. And you know it comes with a study guide. We really work on these study guides, and the study guide is free. Right, Joel? That's right. Just go to rent.org, and you can download that study guide for free right now. It's a PDF, and you can study it with us. You know, we give away a lot of materials in our ministry, and if you are a partner with our ministry, you are helping us put materials in people's hands. But right now, we're also offering you Tony Cook's book, which is called Because the Lord is My Shepherd, The Blessings of an Empowered Life. You can read it in one setting. I read it. I read it as part of my preparation for the series that I'm teaching. Even though it's small, I found it to be such a blessing. And you can order this right now online at renner.org. And Joel, what do you have in your hand? I have our autobiography. Woohoo! Except I'm not on the cover. But two very special <laughs> people are. 
<laughs> Mom and Dad are on the cover. St. Basil's is right behind them. And I have to tell you guys, this book is so encouraging. It's not just a fun story with many, many, many funniest, fun and funny stories. It has great teaching, encouraging teaching. I think the underlining teaching of this whole book is that God can use anybody. Anybody. God wants to use unlikely people so that likely people will think about God. And that's what this book's about. Amen. Amen. Angela has 90 pages of photos. And the photos are pretty amazing. What kind of photos? Well, it's got photos of the collapse of the Soviet Union. It's got photos of Geronimo. You say, why Geronimo? Well, you need to read the book. He was real and had something to do with my grandfather. Has pictures of a tent, which was the black top tent that belonged to my family because my family was a circus family. My grandfather was the first person to show a moving picture, which is today called a movie, in Indian Territory. I mean, my family is amazing. My grandmother staked a claim in the Oklahoma land rush. Amazing. We have her photo in there, all them riding the horses. We have photos of me and Denise preaching all over the former Soviet Union. We have the photos. Actually, we have a whole sequence of photos as a man that was paralyzed was healed. Yeah. That's amazing that we just happened to be taking those pictures. Can, can you imagine? We just like like caught it in sequence accidentally as it was taking place. Hey, what, what we're talking about is no joke. We went through thousands of photographs. You know how long it takes to go like this? <laughs> Looking for one photograph? <laughs> thousands. It might have been tens of thousands. I it mean, might have been. So many photographs. I, I mean, whenever I realized how many photographs we had, I was like, why would anybody in their right mind take so many pictures? Well, because I knew that one day we were going to want to, I knew that our story was unlikely. But hey, let's go to what we're going to share tonight. We're talking tonight about the Lord is our shepherd, and our scripture is the 23rd Psalm. So let's look at it. 23rd Psalm says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Or in verse 1, we see God's supernatural provision. Verse 2, God's supernatural protection. Verse 3, supernatural peace. Verse 3, supernatural restoration. Verse 3, supernatural guidance. And tonight we're going to look at Psalm 23, verse 4, which is God's supernatural confidence that he gives to us. And what kind of confidence And I'm talking about? I'm talking about confidence that he's going to take care of us. He's going to deliver us from wicked people and from enemies. We can be confident that he is going to watch over us. Remember, he is a shepherd. Every shepherd protects those sheep and delivers them in very difficult places. Well, over time, people have trusted in all kinds of things. People have trusted in their armies. People have trusted in their money. People have trusted in themselves. But the Bible says it's a vain thing to trust man. It's better to trust the Lord. And when your trust is in the Lord, it really provides for you a supernatural confidence. Say amen. Amen. And David says here, 
Yea, that I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. But I want to point out something David did not say. He didn't say, though I camp in the valley of the shadow of death. David was in a lot of bad places. And in fact, you can read his story in 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel. David really went through a lot of rough times. He had enemies in his house. He had enemies outside of his house. He had enemies with his neighbors. King Saul was after him. But David never camped in the valley of the shadow of death. He said, though I walk through. And I want to tell you, friend, don't camp out in a bad place. The Lord will give you the confidence to know that you're going to walk through this place. Say amen, guys. Amen. amen. And tonight, we're going to look at a lot of scriptures. Are you ready? Amen. We're just going to go through scripture after scripture after scripture. And if you have something to write with, write these down because these scriptures will encourage you. And Denise, these are the scriptures that we have used in our own life. I have lived in these scriptures because through the years, you and I have been through a lot of difficult places. We've walked through the valley of the shadow of death, but we never camped there because the Lord brings us through. He's with us. Because His Word is powerful. His Word is powerful. Listen to Psalm 512. I love this verse. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. He promises to be a shield. Think of the confidence that that provides for you. Or listen to Psalm 17, verse 8 and 9. David said, keep me as the apple of thy... Denise and I even made up a song that we sing with that. Keep me, oh keep me as the apple of thine eye. Come on, Denise. Hide, hide me, me, hide me under the, under shadow, the shadow of thy wing. We have sung that to each other. We have sung that together. Laying in bed at night, we have sung that song. You guys wrote that song together? I, Actually, Denise wrote I wrote that. Well, that's Denise beautiful, wrote. Mama. Well, thank you. When I said we wrote it, she kind of gave me a look. <laughs> <laughs> I have to confess, Denise wrote it, but we sing it. And but I sang it to you. She sang it to me when I needed it to be sung to me. But it says, keep me as the apple of thine eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings from the wicked that oppress me and from my deadly enemies who compass me round about. Or listen to Psalm 17, verse 13. David prayed, arise, O Lord, disappoint him, talking about his enemy, cast him down, deliver my soul from the wicked. And then when you come to Psalm 18, verses 1 and 2, there's something that has meant so much to me. Listen to this in verse 2. David said, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord, listen to this, is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. What does that mean when he says the Lord is my rock? And very often David says, set me on a rock. Well, back in those days, if you were put up on a rock, you were out of the reach of your enemy. They could be all around the bottom of the rock. They could be yelling and screaming, reaching for you, but they couldn't get you because you were on top of the rock. This has been such a strength to me through the years that God puts us out of the reach of our enemies. Isn't that powerful, Denise? Powerful. That's why David so often said, set me upon a rock. And in Psalm 18, 
3, we can see that we can call upon the Lord at any time. It says, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. Claim it, pray it, declare it. And in verse 6, he says, in my distress. That means David was in times of distress, but he didn't stay there. I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. And he heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him even into his ears. And how did God respond to David's cry? That's recorded in verse 19. He brought me forth into a large place. Denise, think of the times in our life when we felt like we were in such a trapped, constrained place. But God brought us into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. David wrote that when he was being hunted by King Saul. He was being hunted, he was hiding, but God brought him into a large place. Then in Psalm 18:36, David says, Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, that my feet did not sleep, which slip. Which means when you feel like you're about to fall and your feet are slipping out from underneath you, call out to the Lord. He will enlarge your steps so that your feet will not slip. Then, in Psalm 21, 11, David prayed and believed that God would frustrate the plans of the wicked, and God really does. He does. David said, For they intended evil against thee. They imagined a mischievous device which they were not able to perform. Isn't that amazing? God frustrates their devices. It's amazing to me. Psalm 22, 19, David prayed, Be not far from me, O Lord, my strength. Haste to help me. In Psalm 27, 1, a verse that most of us know, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I have quoted and quoted and quoted and quoted that verse. It gives you such confidence. You know, when you confidence... Come, Whenever you do, it's righteous. That's true. You're going to see that in just a minute. Whenever you've done everything you know to do right, and you really have nothing to hide, nothing to be afraid of, because you've just done everything right. There's nothing to hide, to be ashamedful of. And if anybody questions you, well, all you can say is what you did was right. And that's, that's what you have to stand on. Then when you come to Psalm 34, verses 1 through 4, if you are afraid that something's going to happen that's going to make you embarrassed, or something that's going to make you ashamed. Listen to this verse. Psalm 31, 1 to 4. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. God really cares about people that are afraid of being ashamed. He cares. David says, Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thine ear to me. Deliver me speedily, which means you can ask God to move fast. Be thou my strong what? Rock. There it is again for a house to defend, to save me. For thou art my rock, my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net that they have laid privily for me. For thou art my strength. Which means even if someone has set a net for you and you have inadvertently or maybe even with some knowledge walked into it, God loves you so much, he'll deliver you from the net that's been set for your feet. That's amazing. And here David refers to the Lord as a rock and a fortress. He knew that God was his 
defense. Then we find the Lord is our hiding place. In Psalm 31, verse 20, Denise, how many times have we quoted this one? Thou shalt hide them in the secret place of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Mm. You want to make any comment about that? Well, his pavilion is a safe place. It's his presence. <laughs> when you come into his pavilion, it's, it's Psalm 91. You're in the secret place of the most high. And there's no evil that's going to come to you there. And then in Psalm 32, verse 7, David said, Thou art my hiding place. Honey, the Lord is our hiding place. I hide in Him. Oh, Father, we thank You that we can hide in You, Lord. Yeah. We can take shelter in You. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt come past me with songs of deliverance. deliverance. Then in Psalm 37, 23, this is what Joel was quoting a while ago. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, mm. and he delights in his way. It means you can really count on the fact God is he's laying out your steps for you. He's helping you walk into a bigger place, into a safer place, into a place of deliverance. And in Psalm 37, verse 24, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. We all fall at different times in different ways. But the Lord is there. And the Lord doesn't say, you fell again. This verse says he upholds us. If your heart is right, God will uphold you. And in Psalm 56 verses 2 and 4, we find that the Lord is really worthy of our trust. David said, my enemies would daily swallow me up. You know, when you read the book of Psalms, David emotionally really, I mean, the book of Psalms is just loaded with emotion because David faced so many things. And he says, my enemies would daily swallow me up. Do you ever feel like something's going to swallow you up? For they be many that fight against me. For thou most high, what time I am afraid, I will, I will trust, trust in, in thee. Denise, I heard that from the time I was in sunbeams in the Baptist church. That was one of the first verses I ever learned. What's a sunbeam? It's when you're in the youngest division of the Southern Baptist Sunday School. About okay. three. <laughs> okay. About three I was a sunbeam. Denise, were you a sunbeam? I was a sunbeam. I didn't know the song. But we were taught to say, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. And you know, that verse has stuck with me my whole life. And the rest of the verse says, in God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. You know, if you think about what flesh can do unto you, it can really scare you. But we have to not think about what flesh can do unto us and say to ourselves, in what time I am afraid, I will I trust, trust in, in thee. thee. And then in Psalm 57, 1 through 7, David appealed to God and he said, be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me. It's okay to ask for mercy. For my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I take my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just need to take a pause and hide until the calamities be overpassed. I will cry unto God most high, unto God that performeth all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. 
God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. And then David says it like this. Notice how David describes what he feels. My soul is among lions. And I lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue is a sharp sword. But be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. Thou hast prepared a net for my step. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have digged a pit before me into the which they have fallen themselves. And here you have an amazing promise. And my friends, I want to tell you, it's true. All of these verses are true. Denise and I can tell you, we have lived these verses. When people have prepared something for us, they fell into it themselves. You can see it in life over and over and over and over again. I think about Haman in the Old <laughs> Testament. He prepared that gallows. Gallows for Mordecai. And he was hung on them. <laughs> when evil men prepare something evil for you, they fall into it themselves. That's what the Bible says. In Psalm 61, 1 through 4, David lifted his voice and said, Hear my cry, O God. Mm. He was crying. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. overwhelmed. Sometimes your heart is overwhelmed. Then he says, Lead me to the rock. rock that is higher than I put me out of the reach of my enemy. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. And listen to Psalm 71, 1 to 3. I love this. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. You know, usually when you're in fear, you're also in confusion. David knew that. He said, don't let me be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. escape. Then it goes on and says, be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me. Amen. You know, when I've been in trouble and fearful and didn't know what to do, sometimes I've gone to that verse and I've said to Denise, honey, I'm going to go to my resort. <laughs> Did you go? The Lord is my resort. Yes. There you go. He's my resort. Then in Psalm 112, 7, it says, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. I bet I have quoted that verse a thousand times. But I personalized it. I shall not be afraid of evil tidings. My heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Psalm 34, verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the what? The Lord delivers them all. Them. Delivers them out of them all. These verses are amazing. I'm telling you, this study guide's awesome. This is all out of the study guide. If, if all you do is read this, you're going to get so encouraged, you're going to want to run around the room. And the study guide's free. All you have to do is <laughs> go to runner.org and download it right now. Wait till you, wait till you see what we're going to talk about tomorrow night. But you know, when you read all of this, guess what it gives you? Supernatural. Confidence. Confidence. Can I share a little tiny story, Rick? Sure. Um, many, 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 many years ago. You know, you and Joel have lately been saying this many, 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 many thing lately. You just did it too. Now it's the three of us. Okay, Denise. You've joined us. Anyway, just thoughts were bombarding my mind and things were going on. 
And I literally heard the Holy Spirit say, come under my shadow. Just come on. Just come on. Just come under my shadow. And it was like he was like, leave all that other stuff behind and just come over here under my shadow. Sometimes you have to do that until the calamities pass. Exactly. And calm, peace. And, and he has given commandment to save us and to save you. Yes. Oh, let's pray for our friends in home group tonight. Denise, would you lead us in yes. prayer? Lord, we thank you for the powerful word of God that gives us power to fight against the enemy, Lord. And we see through your word that we have power in difficult times and that you are our confidence. Yes. And we take a hold of that power right now in the name of Jesus together. Yes. That holy boldness of confidence yes. that we're going through. We're not camping out. We're walking through and we're coming out on the other Amen. side in Jesus name. Amen. 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 This has been awesome. I can hardly wait for Hallelujah. tomorrow night. Me too, Rick. Hey, be sure to join us, but go to bed tonight and sleep in confidence <laughs> that the Lord is going to make sure your feet don't slip. He's going to set you on a rock beyond the reach of your enemy and bring you into a big place. And if you feel like you're in a troubled place, then go to your resort. Resort to the Lord because he'll protect you and he has given commandment to save you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed that teaching, please like, subscribe, and comment so more people can see it.